I put my headphones on backwards. You guys sound weird. Hold on. <laughs> okay. You're not going to believe this. I missed the fucking debates this week. <gasps> I don't believe it. I swear, I completely fucking forgot about it till the next day when I was looking at the news. We caught very little, and... I heard it was the most boring of the lot so far, so... I, the, the only thing that I really... The Biden stuff? Holy crap. Oh, about him punching on the Violence Against Women Act, or whatever he was talking about? Yeah, and saying that he was backed by the only black female senator, and... <laughs> oh, that was just Kamala a gaffe. Was like, he meant to say the first. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> it was pretty bad, though. I mean, he's making his point, and it could have been a valid point until <laughs> you say one wrong word, and... Yeah, well, go ahead and waste your time beating up on Joe while fucking Mayor Pete, for some unknown reason... Oh, yeah, you had a Mayor Pete bit, didn't you? No, no, we talked about it off the air. I didn't really have a bit other than I fucking hate him. (laughs) And he's, like, just no reason he should be where he's at. But would you vote for him? Yeah, I would vote for a (laughs) glass of water. (laughs) Just making sure. Yeah, this is the time I can talk shit about Pete. As bad as he is, he'll never be as bad as Trump. Mm. I mean, it all depends on what you want. Like, I don't want to go back to the status quo prior to Trump. Like, sure. Let's keep, let's move forward for once. But you know, if it's got to be taking a couple steps backwards, I'll do it. Welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, November 26, 2019. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I am Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and we give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you want to join in, you can join us live. You can sign up on our Patreon page, and that will allow you to join us on Discord, where we record... And you can chat with us as we record. Or you could post something to our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg, and we'll try to include it in the show. This week, we'll be talking about... I, I added a little Jew bashing hmm? because uh, we don't do that very often. <gasps> oh, we're going to bash we, Jews? That sounds awesome. <laughs> it's, it's a little, but... <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> uh, I also have... We'll get to it. Okay. I have an article about Pat from SNL. Ah, <laughs> Having fun and, with androgyny. <laughs> and improved solar power from a place that I didn't expect. But first, uh, first thing I want to mention, uh, Center for Inquiry has launched a new website called secularrescue.org, which is exactly that. It's a, a website that helps rescue people who are in horrible places and they're atheists and they're trying to either come out as an atheist or hide as an atheist, check out the website. It's uh, secular-rescue.org. You can help by donating. You can see what they're doing. I thought it was just a a good website to to plug real quick. Cool. Also, I think it was Jeff. I'm not sure. Somebody posted in Discord here a follow-up to the smudging story that we did last week. Yes. Where the, uh, in British Columbia, the children, apparently one girl in particular, complained about a smudging ceremony that violated her Christian family's faith. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there was, there was actually a ruling on that. Um, a justice, uh, 
lawyer Jay Cameron with the Justice Center for Constitutional Freedoms argued that the children were forced to participate in the ceremony. It was not a demonstration, but an actual ritual. They, they said it was an exceedingly important point because the experience was not on a voluntary basis. As it turns out, there was a letter that was sent home saying that they could opt out of it. So it kind of was a voluntary basis. And also, so she pulled a Mike Pence (laughs) and said, I'm if I go to this football game and they kneel, I'm leaving. And then went anyway, knowing that they were going to fucking kneel and made us waste all that money. (laughs) Sounds like that little bitch Mike Pence does. (laughs) So, in any case, it was determined that this was not a violation of religious freedom, it was it's just a demonstration. I think it was more a demonstration of this is what who we are, there's a part of who we are just to acknowledge our existence before we fade from history, not a we're trying to force our religion on you. So, a comparative religion study. I'm on board. Yeah. Uh, another thing I wanted to mention, uh, there's an article on ProPublica that talks about Trump and the LGBTQ rights being pretty much reversed under Trump's administration. There's a list of 31, I believe, 31 things that Trump and his administration have done to make it more difficult uh, to be in the gay, transgender community. I don't want to go through the list. It's pretty horrendous. And most, actually, a lot of them we've mentioned on the show previously. But it's a compilation. So if you ever want to go back and take a look and see what all they've done to make life harder for people, there you go. I'm very confused, though, because uh, a friend of mine posted a picture of a person I assume is gay holding up a sign saying that he supported Trump. Therefore, Trump loves gay people. So what is the problem here, Ray? Are you telling me my friend is just an asshole and <laughs> doesn't know what he's doing? Not in those words, but... Uh, um... <laughs> I am. I'm kind of implying it. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's the you know, gays for, for Trump and blacks for Trump. I don't understand how they don't see what he thinks of them. Karen, I'm not entirely convinced these pictures are even real. Oh, good point. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of times it just could be, first of all, the gay one. I, how am I supposed to know if this guy's really gay? Sure. Or my husband's up that that fucking poster is not photoshopped. Mm-hmm. But you're right. There are gays and blacks for Trump for real. We know that. Yeah. I, I don't know if you read ahead, Karen, but mm. it's a perfect transition. The, the next thing that I had was on the Friendly Atheist website. It's a... Uh, right-wing commenter Clarence Mason Weaver. He is a member. I don't know if he's more than a member. He's he, In any case, he's part of the Black Trump surrogate. He's part of the group that is uh, Black Voices for Trump, uh, trying to support his 2020 presidential campaign. The article is, he believes that women standing up to sexual harassers at work are the reasons why we don't want to be around you in business. Oh. <laughs> That's his quote. Oh, I wow. bet you he's a big Jordan Peterson fan. He thinks that women should act like handmaidens, literally, and Ooh. be submissive. I don't And like him. Uh, yeah, apparently Trump is fine with this because he's, uh, he's now being asked, Weaver is being asked to be part of Trump's 2020 campaign. Wow. So he watched Handmaid's Tale and got the wrong message. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, how can any black people or gay people follow Trump? I don't know, but there you go. There they are. 
well, that person's clearly nuts, so it has nothing to do with the color of his skin. He's just crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> a crazy guy who happens to be black was like, yeah, I guess Trump. Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, it, to be somebody that, you know, a, a, a vocal advocate of Trump who is black at this point gets you on the news. Mm-hmm. So. If There's you, only so many they can get on there that after a while, we're like, we've seen this guy a million times. You got anybody else? Yeah. <laughs> so He's what do you think? What are, the, what are the odds of him getting the job? Oh, I think it's pretty sure. I mean, Stephen Miller's still in that position after what he after what came out about him. Nobody's even fucking talking about that. A whole bunch of senators have uh, put it on record that they wanted to resign, but do. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I said whoop de doo. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find. I had read earlier about this guy being in the league with with others, and I'm trying to remember. Yeah, so Black Voices for Trump is the group. He is listed as an advisory board member for the group alongside Herman Cain, Diamond and Silk, of course, and Stacy Dash. Ugh. I don't remember who Stacy Dash is. Stacy Dash was the actress, the actress, yes, from Clueless who now Ugh. was working at Fox News. Oh. oh. Right. And hates other black people. I think she got arrested for something too recently. I agree. Punching herself in the face? No. I don't think she punched herself in the face. Is that the whole group? That's it? No. Those oh, okay. Are, oh, they're, they're like the head honchos. Yeah, they're like the well-known members of the advisory board. Well, what a shock. Herman Cain and Stacey Dash. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. It is amazing what money will buy. For. A couple other people who Trump... Uh, and, uh, allegedly, this is according to the Daily Beast, and it's also been repeated by CNN. A couple other people that Trump wants in his rallies for the uh, election are the people who he absolved of war crimes last week mm-hmm. that we mentioned briefly. Apparently, he has floated the idea in the White House of these these people who he has pardoned or gave their uh, standing in the seals back and given their rank back. The, the whole situation caused the Secretary of the Navy to resign. And I've I've heard a couple. Oh, oh wait, he, he, I heard he was fired. He did not resign. He acknowledged his termination in his letter. <laughs> okay, I heard a couple different stories about how that took place, and they contradicted each other. So I wasn't exactly sure what uh, what the real story was. But in his letter, he used specific language. I acknowledge my termination. <laughs> mm. So since that, uh, yeah, Trump floated the idea to get uh, the people that he pardoned showed up at his rallies. To get people inspired. So there's a subreddit called uh, Military. If you wander into that, somebody on, I don't know, one of the news feeds that I follow suggested if you wanted to get a view on what the military thought of that, you should wander in there. And they really, really don't like it. Cause it really? Turned, oh, yeah. At least the people in, you know, the subreddit slash military. So, yeah. Th- in the sense that they just don't like him fucking around in their business. They, they don't like... They don't like anything that upsets the, the the order, and these people were convicted or not convicted, rightfully, and by you know the military justice system. And to override it for your own political view, they see what it is that that's what it is, and they they do not like it. So not only that, it's you know he was turned in by other Navy SEALs that were with one, him. Yeah, one of them was. Yeah, yeah, who he threatened to kill if they said anything. Right, and the court it isn't. A judge sitting on a bench. Right. The court is a court of his peers. Mm-hmm. Right. It's other Navy SEALs, long-standing people. You know, like I said, peers. Right. It's it's not like some, you know, the man putting it on him or something. It's it's 
Yeah, like people some, who some, know like some what sen- he should be doing for for his job. Right. Yeah, this isn't a case where like senators heard what was happening and was like, "Oh, you got to strip him of his rank." This is all internal, right? And, and from what I understand, the only reason he's doing this, like, for I kept asking myself and everybody else, like, "What the hell? What does he gain from this?" And everyone was like, "Oh no, you know, you know those people. They love the military guys and they love killing brown people, so they get behind them." But the truth of the matter is, at least from what I've heard, is that there is a host on Fox and Friends Weekend. Not the main show that has been complaining about this case with this guy. And Trump watches him, and that's why he's doing this. Because mm. no one else was asking for it. No. No, I mean, the family was, I'm sure, but that's it. So one Hosts on Fox on, News making political changes. That's fantastic. Well, that's been going on for, you know, since the very beginning. Yeah. Nothing new. But no. I just didn't know it extended scary. to the weekend host. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, uh, just like... Ducey telling the president that his conspiracy theory about Biden is not entirely correct. Yeah. That we was need some... Ducey to keep him in check. Holy that crap. was a cringeworthy fifty-four minutes. Yeah. Oh my god! Don't tell me you you listened to the whole thing. No, no, I only got the highlights. But okay. damn, the looks on there. I mean, Kill Me was fucking wringing his hands. Yeah. <laughs> the whole time this is going on. And I love when Deucey's like, are you sure about that? Because he was going on about CrowdStrike and all that shit. Yeah. Right. And he's like, are you sure about that? And Trump's answer is, well, that's what the word is. <laughs> well, that's the word. That's the word. That's our president. <laughs> yeah. Conspiracy theories. Unbelievable. <laughs> as far as the other stuff going on in the impeachment, um, I mean, one of the big things that I saw was that a district judge said that Don McGinn must testify uh he can't just ignore the subpoena based on the the white house saying don't go now that he'll appeal and that'll go to the circuit court well he'll probably lose again then it'll go to the supreme court where who knows i mean but is is mcgann but mcgann doesn't want to testify mcgann i don't think his opinion is known he was ordered to and um the president told him not to hmm yeah, I was waiting for Ian to uh, chime in, but apparently Grinch is going to. We know, seven to two. Yeah. <laughs> this, I don't think so. I think it'll be five four. Maybe. Well, I, to keep McGann from testifying. I mean, I'm not saying they're going the other way, but. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not entirely convinced on that. I mean, I, I don't think that the Supreme, I don't think the courts in general like giving up any power. And that, this is a, a way that they give up a little bit of power. Yeah, true. I mean, I mean it, they're supposed to be co-equal branches of government, and I think they try to keep that in mind. It's their own best interest to keep that in mind. And these people are not idiots, uh, for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> I like beer. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, also, <laughs> like, the, the only good thing about this is that for Gorsuch and Kavanaugh, Trump can't remove them from this position. Right. They can't be voted out. They Nothing can get them out other than an impeachment, and they have to do something to do that. So they can just be like, well, I'm here now, and, you know. I do it. I won't. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for getting me here, pal, but I don't need to support your ass anymore. Yeah. I mean, and this isn't like a religious, fundamental, corporation-type thing. So who knows how this will go? Well, I mean, I'm not getting my hopes up, Ian. Don't worry. I'm not, <laughs> not riding <laughs> high. I'm just saying, you know, there might be a slim possibility. I mean, well, the possibility that I would like to embrace is that perhaps once, just once on any issue, it not go to the Supreme Court? Mm. Maybe the five other courts that have ruled the exact same way on the whatever issue it is that they're going to see, they don't need to overturn it for once. They can be like, yeah, you're right. 
Sounds good. There are other judges in the world. They're all super competent. Maybe we can just let something stand. Mm. That, well, yeah, I mean, I remember bringing that up on the show once that that drives me nuts that like eight courts could rule one way. But when it finally gets to the Supreme Court, they're like, nope, this one court said no. So, yeah. I think, I mean, to a certain extent, the lower courts are using the upper courts precedents to make their decisions. So I think in some cases it does make sense to go up to the Supreme Court, but for this shit, no, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, hey, you never know. Maybe they just won't even take it. I feel like, nope, lower court ruling stands. Uh, they've gone beyond that point. Already. Oh, really? Yeah. Now they're asking for briefings. <sighs> Still doesn't mean that they will hear any testimony, but they're asking for, you know, give us your paper or argument, and then we'll make a decision as to whether we're going to listen to you or not. All right. Hey, listen. Ginsburg says she likes Kavanaugh. That's I don't know. true. I yeah. don't know if that means anything, but I don't know at all what that means. But, <laughs> I, but there, there's I no know. there's no religious connotation to it, and there's no corporate right connotation to it. So I have a little bit of hope. Not a, not a lot, but a little bit. I mean, can you imagine? I'm hoping. What's that? Can you imagine though? If I mean, if the court rules that the the judiciary has no authority over the um, executive branch, that's that's crazy. They can't do that. It's specifically in the Constitution that there is oversight. It's their role in the in the triumvirate. Oh, I'm sure Clarence Thomas is figuring a way around that. Yeah, I don't know how. I really don't know how with Clarence Thomas. He's the second dumbest Supreme Court justice we have. <laughs> yeah, it's a true story. <laughs> I oh, love let me. Let, have... I'm sorry. Let me retract that. Someone's writing it for him. <laughs> oh, great. Right. Sure. I love that we have more than one. Supreme Court Justice who has been credibly accused of sexual abuse of women. Mm, yeah. That's shocking to me. I mean, we also have a president who has been accused Ooh. credibly by like 20 some sources of rape and sexual abuse. And everyone's just like, ah, it's just, what are you going to do? And an advisor that sent 900 racist emails to a, a media outlet. Mm. And That's he's fine. still sitting. Yeah. That's fine. No problem. Hey, let's get him on the Sunday shows. <laughs> <laughs> Only if he uses his spray-on hair. <laughs> All right, I t- completely forgot this, but so I, I have another thing that I want to move on to, but it has nothing to do with Trump. So do we have other Trump stuff to talk about before? I move mm, on. Only embarrassing, funny stuff about him that we, we could all just laugh at. <laughs> well, like when I- he was standing outside there for chopper talk with the notes, no quid pro quo. <laughs> I said no. I mean, what is wrong with this guy? Well, he's trying to say that him saying that on the phone, once the story had broke, proves that he's innocent. Right. Wow. That's, wow. Yeah, and that they gave the money to Ukraine as soon as the story broke. Right. It was this, when the story broke, they gave the money. And there's supposedly there's a, um, was it Washington Post said there's a whole story about how there were a whole bunch of emails back and forth to try to justify holding uh, the Ukraine's aid. Right. After the fact. Mm-hmm. Oh, crap. They've caught us. Now what do we do? I can't believe that it actually got as far as that the Ukrainian president was scheduled for an interview on CNN. Oh, yeah. To announce this shit. Yep. I mean, that poor fucker. Yeah. I really feel bad for him. (laughs) He was- The president of the Ukraine? Yes, in a place. Yeah, he is stuck in a really hard place. Yeah. I mean, there was nothing he could do. He needed the aid. It was a horrible situation for him. Well, not only that, he doesn't know if Trump's going to get reelected. 
Right. Yeah. You know, and then for four years, he's just fucked. Right. Because we know Trump to hold a fucking grudge against him. Right. And, and Putin <laughs> yeah. will just come in and stomp all over him. So, yeah, it, it was he had no option but to do what he did. Not to mention, did you catch all the news about Devin Nunes and how he fucking was yeah. now involved yeah. in this shit? Wait, he, how Lev... Parnas? What was it, Parnas? Yeah. yeah. Parnassus implicated him. He's like, yeah, Nunes was 100% there. Here's the emails. Here's the audio tape. <laughs> Didn't oh, he man. actually go somewhere and meet with the... The ousted uh, prosecutor and then was yep. going to go again. And he was like, Adam Schiff's going to find out if I go. I'm not going to go this time. Right. Yeah. He, yep. he he was specifically asked by a Fox host, you know, let's just clear this up right now. Did you go and meet with him? And he was like, look, I would love to answer a lot of your questions, uh, but it'll have to be some other time. See you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then goes, by the way, I'm suing CNN and some newspaper for reporting the news. Right. 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 For reporting what... Parnas said. Right. And not that and they lied, just... <laughs> just a just little for- bit of research by these reporters found that he actually declared, uh, he put in for uh, travel justification to there and back during that time period that he said that he never met with the guy. Right. Um, he, he got reimbursed for it by the government. He got reimbursed for never meeting with him. Right. right. Got reimbursed for a trip to Europe. I forget where he went. Right. But, yeah. I, I don't know if you oh, guys... And- go ahead, Ian. No, I was just going to say, and specifically, it was the Trump move. He threatened to sue CNN and, uh, what, at HuffPost or Snopes, mm-hmm. I forget who it was. He didn't actually sue them. There's no grounds to sue them. No. He just said, fine, I'll sue you guys. And I went, you're such a little bitch. <laughs> well, you know, he sued somebody, he either sued Twitter or somebody on Twitter for using the handle Kevin Nunes's cow. Yeah, that's... <laughs> on, on on Reddit, the, the, yeah, the theme is that uh, he sued a cow, yeah. Yeah. Which he did. Because <laughs> some guy would post as his cow. And then another and another guy posted as his, uh, he was Kevin Noonan as his mother. <laughs> or, but uh, I don't know if you guys saw the video when Swalwell brought this story up in the inquiry. And they moved the camera to fucking uh, Nunez. And he is like just looking at the floor the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Swalwell's just like, yeah, what's going on here? Somebody here is kind of involved in this now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Isn't Nunes the one that, you know, hot-tailed it over to the, the president and told him secrets? From- yeah, he leaked yes. all the fucking Russia Mueller shit to him. Right, you're right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. What a so- bitch. And now sits on the intelligence committee, which is overseeing the impeachment this, hearings. Right. Yep. Even though he is 100% a co-conspirator. Yeah. yeah. That's been really the, the highlight for me <laughs> of the impeachment trial is the amount of people who have been – very openly and very credibly outed. They were like, every testimony was like, yeah, it was 100% Pompeo involved. Absolutely Pence was involved. They were there firsthand doing this shit. And they were like, oh, damn, that's not good. (laughs) Oh, Ian, the title of the Oliver Stone movie that comes out is going to be Everyone Was in the Loop. (laughs) (laughs) So next week, just as the last thing, the House Judiciary Committee holds its first hearings on the impeachment of Trump. That's that's what happens next in this. I so I'm curious if uh, after this after this ruling in the court that like Bolton and Mulvaney might just be like, okay, so we're allowed to testify. Let's do it. Yeah, basically, right now there is a court case that says that uh, absolute immunity is not a thing. You know, and they can just use that standing and be like, well, this you know it was ruled here. I don't think that Bolton's been subpoenaed, at least not publicly. So that's an interesting. I'm not quite sure why. Maybe the, mm. maybe Bolton has already said don't. Don't subpoena me. I'll come in if this case 
goes the way we want it. It goes, goes the way you want it to go. I thought he specifically said, I will come in if you subpoena me. Is that not the case? Maybe. The, why didn't they subpoena him then? I'm curious. I trust yeah, I Nancy. Trust Nancy. No. Nancy ain't doing no. shit. Trust <laughs> yeah, shit. I was gonna say, why does I was gonna say why does everybody say that? They pretend like she's like the only person in the House of Representatives. She just sits there. She does nothing. She fought against this, by the way. <laughs> well, I you know, and then quietly, quietly renewed the Patriot Act while we were paying attention to this. Wow, fucking bitches, each and every one of them. Mm-hmm. And you know, the worst part is, is that when when asked about uh, this Devin mm-hmm. Nunes shit, who I was calling Kevin for the past five minutes, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Oh, Kevin Nunes. The, yeah. I, one of these Democrats is like, well, we're drafting up a uh, an ethics letter for him <laughs> about this if he is involved. <laughs> Get him, guys. <laughs> Fucking. Can you imagine if this was the other way around? Oh, my God. I will write a strongly worded letter. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Ian, you used a yes. word. And uh, you used a word that brought up a little bit of consternation with one of our listeners, at least one of our oh, listeners. Oh, that's Mm-mm. surely something that I did. I don't doubt this at all. I just did. And I didn't know if I should defend myself or apologize. Not apologize. So uh, okay. let me let me tell you what was said. So this is from uh, a reasonably long time listener, Alpha Team. He says, I know that guy. He says, I love the podcast, great of information and insight. Sorry, this is one of my pet peeves. Ian mentioned some politician and said, quote, co-conspirator. That Mm. is not a word. By by definition, a conspiracy is two or more people, so there's no need for the co part. Right. Conspirator is already plural. Mm. Okay. So I, I, I appreciate the feedback. However, I am going to argue against this because co-conspirator is a word. Uh, it's it's like you're you're absolutely correct that to have a conspiracy requires multiple people. So of course they're all going to be conspirators. But if you think about it in this way, like you have a job, you go to work, you're a worker. I have a job, I am a worker. But we are not co-workers unless we work together. So a co-conspirator is somebody who is in the same conspiracy and has conspired with the other co-conspirator. With there the can other be, conspirator. Right. They are co-conspirators. They're, they are working together on the same conspiracy. Mm, exactly. You can have multiple conspirators on completely different conspiracies, and they are not co-conspirators. Ah. Nah, so, Ian's a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I just thought it was worth mentioning because uh, it came up again, and uh, I think it's it's good. I mean, words have meanings and definitions, and we should all be clear on what they are. Hmm. So, in any case, that is that would be my argument. I don't know if you had anything else you wanted to throw in there, Ian. No, I'm very satisfied with with how that uh, started and was resolved. Okay. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, anything else on Trump? I was going through the list on uh, the website, whatthefuckjusthappentoday.com, mm-hmm. uh, which is one of my new favorite websites, just because it's hard to keep track of everything. I think they have a they have a podcast, too, don't they? A daily podcast that they very quickly just run down everything? Uh, they, they, they do. They have an audio there. I've actually never listened to it, so I can't speak to the quality, but they do, yes. Uh, I do like the titles, though. Day 1041, bleak. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about several of the things. Uh, the Oversight and Reform Committee of the House sued Barr and Wilbur Ross for refusing to comply with the subpoenas. 
So the idea that the House just isn't going to do anything, if they don't respond, they're just going to count it as, you know, this is just another form of obstruction. No, they are they are being sued. Wilbur Ross and William Barr are both being sued by the House. Hmm. Uh, Can't Barr just be like, no, and wave his hand <laughs> and make it go away? Well, no, because he's not in charge of the federal judges. Right, this is the whole co-equal branches of government thing. I'm so confused by what he can and cannot do. He's in charge of the, basically the police. The He's in charge of right. enforcing the laws. Okay, so he the can't. The Justice so, Department. All right. So what if the cops come to get him? Well, the problem is well, all, they all, all work the for co- him. Yeah, all the cops work for him. <laughs> the fix for it is that the judicial branch has the right to subpoena. I mean, sorry, it's the right to impeach the, the head of the, the executive branch. And by giving away their right to, um, to subpoena people, you're thinning that power, which I think is the thing that the judiciary won't put up for, won't put up with. Sorry. The judiciary shouldn't put up with it, and the House mm. should proceed with yes. these lawsuits. In order to, I almost said establish. They're already established. They're the Constitution. They're, they're constitutional rights. In yes. order to preserve. Yes. Preserve, <laughs> yes. Uh, another thing, Jared Kushner was put in charge of overseeing construction of the border wall. I think we talked about this before uh, we started recording. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's just another thing that, oh, that's not going right. Jared? <laughs> what? <laughs> You're in charge, You're in charge of, of the, the wall. wall. Okay, I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought most of it was built already. I guess I don't have much to do. Right. I get so to paint only, it. <laughs> right. Only a mild tangent. But this had come up on the show before, and I'm curious if it has impact on others like it does on Jared. I know that Jared had said that his life was made worse when the subway spokesman went to prison. Yes. My life and, My and life has been made worse when that fat asshole showed up in the first place. Mm. Right. Well, all those things. Right. So, I mean, you're obviously somewhat impacted by that. Karen, how has your Damn life it. been since the housewives screaming at a cat <laughs> meme has become the rage? Well. God damn it, Karen. <laughs> every once in a while um, on Ask Reddit, people will go, Karen's of the road. How has this affected you? And I go, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Negatively then? <laughs> a little negatively. Yeah, but. Karen, when you meet somebody for the first time and you and they say, oh, hi, I'm Joe, and you go, oh, I'm Karen, they go, oh, just like the meme? Do they do that? No. Because that's what I got. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, hi, I'm Jared. Like the pedophile? Well, for, first we have to get through. That sounds through, like a horrible introduction. First we have to get through, hi, I'm Jared. How you doing, Jerry? No, it's Jared. You got it, Gary. It's Jared, right? <laughs> and then when they finally get it, then originally it was, oh, like the subway guy. Uh. And I'm like, yeah, just like the subway guy. And then a few years later, it was, oh, like the jeweler, right? And mm. I'm like, yeah, just like the uh. jeweler. Then it was, oh, like the subway guy that likes to diddle kids. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> now it's like, oh, the guy married to Donald Trump's crush. <laughs> hey. As, as we have just determined, there are worse things than being likened to the guy that Ivanka married. I mean, right. you like Ivanka. That- I love Ivanka. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the the probably the worst part of it is is my, my staff mock me. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Because I'm their manager, Karen. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Damn it. Sorry. Also good on yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm moving off the Trump administration. On to a little bit of, uh, 
why the Jewish religion sucks. <laughs> so this Uh-oh. article on forward.com is about female Orthodox female EMTs, Jewish women who are trying to help out their culture by being EMTs. What? That doesn't make sense, right? Uh, so there's a group of EMTs, uh, emergency medical services. They, a group of women. And why would you have a group of all female EMT? Well, it's because Jewish women are very private. Sometimes they don't call an ambulance because they don't want whatever it is they're dealing with, their emergency medical situation. They don't want to have a guy there. They don't want to have men coming in and touching them and because they've been taught that that is wrong. Having a man who's not their husband being in a personal space, that's wrong. If you're if someone comes to save your life and it's not your husband, die. Because your religion is more important. Right. But wouldn't God have wanted it that way anyway? So what's the point? Once again, they're trying to pull one over on God. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So these women EMTs have gotten together and said, okay, we if you have an issue, you can specifically call us. We will come and get you and take you to the hospital. And we will deal. We're medically trained. We will deal with your medical situation. Okay. Reasonable response. The uh, what council is it? There's an emergency medical services council in New York. They need 14 of their 24 member panel to vote to get them an ambulance. Right now, they don't have an ambulance. They just show up in like a van. Mm. But so they, their argument is we don't get there right away because we don't have lights and sirens. We can't. Tr- we can't. We have to obey all traffic laws in order to to get onto site. So it slows them down. So it slows down the medical response. And yeah, 12 members voted against, seven in favor, five abstained, and two were absent. Wow. So they are not getting their ambulance because it's a group of women Jews, I guess. The Jewish Jewish Orthodox, they're not being backed up. The Orthodox Church has said that uh, there, there is no proven need for a parallel service. Because women aren't okay. going to be saved. That's okay. Are they done having babies? Oh, we don't need them anymore. That's okay. That's what Jared just said. <laughs> That's the way God would want it. Mm-hmm. You already have a piece of wire wrapped around the whole city. You can't fool them on two, two gotchas. <laughs> Maybe they should just have, you know, co-ed EMT services so everybody can be comfortable. Well, wait a minute. Who's voting on this for them to get an ambulance? It's actually Men. the regional council of New York City. So not the, like the city council, not, not like some secret Jew council. Yeah, it's not, not Jews. <laughs> Correct. Not a, oh, not I thought it was some Jew. secret Jew council that said Orthodox women can or can't do this and will shell out for their. This is straight up New York City being like. This is dumb. Fuck you. We're not <laughs> no, paying this for this. Is, yeah. <laughs> well, but they yeah, don't don't pin your weird religious hang ups on us. But, we don't have any extra taxpayer money for two. <laughs> what do you call it? Two. EMT services. I believe Jeff is correct. Secret Jew Council should and shouldn't be the title of this episode. <laughs> uh, so the that's why I was wondering why Ian and Karen were going like, "Yeah, they're done. They had their babies." I'm like, "Why would a bunch of representatives in New York be going down uh, that?" Route? I did. I yep. I simply did not understand. I get it now. I think I support the representatives. Am I wrong? The only mm. thing that you might be missing is that it, the one thought is that. People on the council skipped the vote or, or voted against because of the influence of the Orthodox Church. Mm. Mm, that's disappointing. Wait, why would the 
Why would the, so the Orthodox Church does not want this to happen? Correct. Well, the all male. Really? Well, that's what I was suspecting at first. That's why I was confused. Why would they not want this to happen? Their, their, their representation was the all male Orthodox Jewish EMT service who opposed it, who opposed the application. Oh, there's so there's an all Jew EMT all service? All male. All, oh, God, this has got another layer to it. <laughs> well, all male, all Jew EMT yes. service. Orthodox right. Jew. Ooh. And they probably have their own ambulance, right? They, oh, they, yeah. Yep. And there's no proven need for a parallel service catering to Orthodox women, which well, is guess bizarre, what? considering that we, they are part of the same religion that says you're not supposed to ta- touch women that aren't, you know, belonging to you. We were all right. <laughs> Every one of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 everything from column A and B. <laughs> yeah. It's all wrong. It's uh, all so yeah, it funny. Is. Okay, so as far as the council, the city representatives go. Right. I don't know if I'm 100% on that only because we're talking about somebody's life here. And mm-hmm. if they're going to die, I mean, it's a stupid reason to die. But if they're not going to call an EMT because of that, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, throw them a fucking goddamn ambulance. You can afford it. Mm-hmm. As far as the super secret men's <laughs> Jews EMT yeah. squad, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> It's so frustrating because, I mean, there's all these women in New York City that have, you know, fifth grade educations, don't know any better, don't know to call just regular 911, call this all-male Orthodox Jewish EMT service who show up and they say, don't touch me. I mean, oh, my God. Yeah. See, I don't that's, – that's, that's tough. I don't want to go any further because I, I, I really respect the level of humanity that Jared was able to approach this from. Mm. And I'm a little envious. It's my first. <laughs> Thank but you. My first thought was, yeah, fuck them. Let them die. That's, you, being in a stupid ass religion like that is totally voluntary. And if you want to jeopardize your own life instead of being rescued because your book or your scroll said, not my husband can't see my boobies, then sorry. <laughs> we got plenty of people on this planet. One less you, no big deal. Hmm. You're right. Jared's approach was a little bit more humanitarian. <laughs> it was. It was really good. He really understood and empathized. I appreciated it. <laughs> uh, but I also added that caveat that it's a fucking dumb reason. No. <laughs> and if it gets out of hand, I will be against it. <laughs> that there's separate religion EMTs all along the board now. And like Each gender. <laughs> yeah. When a call comes in, there's now, now you don't just call 911. You got to call 811, 711. And there's just groups of people sitting in the in the. EMT house, wherever the fuck they sit, I don't know. They'd be like, we gotta be Muslims! We got a Muslim crew coming in! (laughs) We need the Muslim women's EMTs. Not the men! Shiite Muslims. Not the Sunni. You dial dial 911 and you get a recording. Press 1 for male Jewish emergency. Press 2 for female Muslim emergency. Press 3. And you're like, ah! And it's just me a completely separate one. Do you want us to just send the priest to pray over your broken leg? <laughs> <laughs> Can I just press zero whoever, for whoever's closest, please? <laughs> oh, man. Press eight, and Jared and I will come and rub a copper, <laughs> copper rod on your yeah, leg. shove it up your nose and your ass. <laughs> we'll give you a well-shaken beaker of water that will heal you. <laughs> You're throwing some essential oils, and you got a deal. <laughs> And while, and while you're laying there in pain, we'll have a presentation about our Jesus sneakers that you can buy. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, I'm going to move on because I don't know how long this is going to take. Um, so I don't know. I'm assuming everybody here remembers the Saturday Night Live skits that included Pat. Oh, yes. Yep. Yeah. 
So there's an article in the New York Times talking about Julia Sweeney. She shared some of her history, some of the story about the character, about uh, where it came from, and uh, she was pretty open about it. But the, the article in the New York Times is pretty much asking the question is, can we go back um, and, and look at these these skits again, it represents a, a increasingly odd debate about in comedy about what happens when a joke, a character is reexamined outside of when it was created and is deemed insensitive mm-hmm. by contemporary standards. The argument being that the Pat sketches are a reflection of how people are expected to ad- adhere to gender stereotypes. And that it's okay to treat people as being different if they don't have a strict male-female gender. So is it, it's an article saying, are we allowed to laugh at old sketches of Pat? Uh, it goes, I think it goes a little bit further saying, a little harder asking the question, saying, is it okay that these skits were even, I mean, was it wrong at the time? For skits like no, this. No. Well, it's the same reason why Disney Plus on some of their shows has – what's the commentary? Yeah, um, the little warning. The cultural cultural insensitivity, something like that. I mean, it was made in a different time. Yes. It's yeah, a, why are we even talking about this, though? Like, what? <laughs> because people get all butthurt about things that were said in the past. We did horrible things in the past. Well, could we talk about, you know, s- slavery? Can we talk about, you know, genocides in the past? There are a million different things that we've done in the past. They're in the past. We have well, learned Well, I think this in, this in particular, though, is talking about comedy and the idea that comedy definitely approaches, if not sometimes leaps over the line of humor into offense. Sure. But my argument would be that I don't Maybe I don't remember all of the Pat sketches, but to me, it was as much of making fun of the people who had to have the male-female. It was as much making fun of those people as it was making fun of Pat. Actually, I don't even really remember. I thought the, the whole premise of the sketch was, usually, was Pat would show up somewhere and everybody just was confused and didn't want to ask Pat if she was male or female and the, and all these types of gender related uh questions or scenarios would come up where they would be like and what about you Pat uh, and then that was where the comedy was i thought and Pat was weird right. and creepy right well they would try to to circumvent asking her directly or him directly asking Pat directly <laughs> in in some sort of vague you know making some reference to something else and Pat would always have a, a a a vague answer, you know, like my partner's name is Chris. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Pretty good Pat impression there, Ian. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> PB fifteen said at the time it was like it was on the front edge of recognizing that not everybody met the norm. And see, I think that I take that as a good thing that SNL is a really progressive show like they take the the cultural the things that are you know New. people shy away from and just throw them in your face and you you kind of have to you have to be able to deal with the situations i i don't see it as a negative thing i still don't see how pat the skits were a negative thing i i really don't yeah because the whole sketch was not making fun of pat it was nope. trying to just determine what it, what pat was well, I don't think that she sh- needed to be as weird as she was because she was. Yeah, but that added to the fun. Yeah, it, it would be funny if it was just you know True. they were having a normal right. conversation. <laughs> <laughs> if it was 
It's just Julius <laughs> Julia Sweeney with slightly shorter hair. <laughs> hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> this is a wacky sketch. <laughs> but uh yeah, I, I, I understand why someone would say, you know, we should I don't know. I'm with Jared. I don't know why we need to go back and re examine them. Yeah, I don't I'm not sure I understand the point of any of this. Well, I think the whole reason it came up was because she did I don't know if it was an interview. I think it was an interview uh, where Julie Sweeney was talking about Pat. Um, I, I know for a long time she didn't talk about that character. Like she just didn't want to get into it um, after leaving sure. SNL. Mm. So I think it, that's why it came up. But then with everybody going back and reanalyzing, oh, what did you tweet when you were younger? <laughs> or, you know, did you wear blackface and all this other stuff? I think oh, it just, it, it, I think yeah. it came up in I that kind of mindset. I don't, I don't know. I don't like the idea of a lifetime of accountability right for any choice you've ever made i don't i don't think that it's appropriate and i don't think that it's fair i don't like it and i, I mean I, I realize this question gets asked a lot because it's again then like we people go back and they they say you know what are you allowed to enjoy when the creator is exposed as horrible mm. like can i listen to dad is great he gives us chocolate cake or am i like no nope, sorry guy's a monster it's not funny anymore. All right. Am I allowed to listen to Man in the Mirror? Nope. There was a special on HBO that said he's probably a pedophile. You Man's should listen to that I song said, okay. on any account. But <laughs> That song was great. Ugh. All the songs were good. Ugh. I enjoy most of his music. I don't know. That, that's a tough one, Ian. I mean, there's. I mean, it's like you cannot deny it that Bill Cosby was a funny guy mm-hmm. and that he got a good stand-up and shit like that and that people love the Cosby show, but... I don't know. I haven't gone out of my way to listen to any of this shit. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't go out of my way to avoid it either. Yeah, right? me either. Like, I don't I don't feel this overwhelming sense of guilt because Pat didn't, you know, I don't know, didn't. At, at the time, no one knew what non-binary they, them meant. Mm. They just thought that it was a funny sketch. Now I can't enjoy it. <laughs> no, that's the thing. I think, I it, I think it still is a funny sketch. and Because in my mind, again, it's making... Me, it, to me, it's making fun of the people who just had to know they had to right. have a gender. Like, why is it your business what's in their pants? Like, that's, it doesn't. I don't yeah, know. Pat, to me should, it was Pat should be their hero. She never relented, right? Or he never relented. Whatever the fuck Pat was, they never relented. I'm not. Do, I'm not doing that. Pat, Pat never relented. <laughs> I mean, I think it would be curious to do a, you know, uh, Julia Sweeney should go on and do an, an old version of, of Pat and then the current version of Pat when everybody around her, full, everybody around her in New York City just ignores the fully, fact. Full, no, yeah, fully <laughs> accepts her and never bothers her. Right, exactly. Right. Well, it did, but then she goes to, wasn't, wasn't it, go then she goes to Kentucky and it's like the old version of the show. <laughs> I feel like it, it wasn't more than a year or two ago that publicly we were having the same discussion except it was a poo. Oh mm. God! Yeah, that but that's still a was thing, isn't it? About whether or not th- that that's an acceptable. Yeah, like isn't there like a whole movie based on that? Probably, like the problem know. with that poo or something like that. <laughs> There's a whole movie based on the Pat sketch. So that's true. <laughs> that not? is true. <laughs> Julia Sweeney didn't mind talking about it then. <laughs> I mean, you know. I don't know. Culture changes for the same reason that Disney has their entire back catalog, except for the Song of the South. <laughs> right. But you see, the funny thing is, is like, I learned a lot about Indian culture through Apu, you know. Sure. I don't, yeah. More I more than I ever learned in school, 
you know, not a whole hell of a lot, but (laughs) like, I'm not sure. Like, what is what is the problem with that poop? I guess I should watch the movie. Then I'll find out. Yeah, you go. (laughs) Is Jeff ripping me a new asshole? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I think that is the problem uh, that Apu is kind of a negative stereotype. And I think it's a I don't know. It's an extreme stereotype. The fact that Apu. I was going to say, I will give you that. Mm. I don't know that it's negative, but it's definitely extreme. I mean, I don't know that it's super negative being a successful business owner and a proud Hindu, but (laughs) I guess. (laughs) All right. Unless somebody has something else on that. No, we can we can continue this journey. Um, I'm going to hit some of the state news real quick here. Um, over in Florida, or down in Florida, the the Satanists managed to win a fight without making a move. A school board in Flagler, I guess, Flagler County School Board in Florida, they announced an unexpected speaker uh, to begin delivering a prayer in mm. front of the crowd, and they were going to make it a regular event that they were going to have a prayer in front of the school board at every meeting. And somebody went, you know, let's not do this. A member of the board said, we're not going to continue to do this. We're just not going to to start doing prayer. Because she said, almost every single one of the schools that did this previously eventually spiles down into a circus show. Hmm. Literally Google it and watch and it turns into a satanic member hailing Satan to come down over the district. She said, let's just not go that way. And let's let's just not allow prayer in the school board at all. So the Satanists didn't even do anything. And they won. And they won. <laughs> well, I'm glad that the, the, the Church of Satan has, you know, now set a precedent. Right. To do right. All this all the things they've been doing is finally they they finally broke through to at least one member of one school board in Florida. <laughs> hey, I know. We should start praying. Guys, do you not listen to anything? Do you know how many people have tried this? Do you know how many statues of Muhammad later <laughs> they have learned their lesson? One Stop. rational thought seep through finally. Well, <laughs> perhaps we should just not have prayer in schools. Huh. And to be clear... We should not have teacher-sponsored prayer in schools. If a student wants to pray wherever the hell they are, that's perfectly fine. Meanwhile, over in California, a San Francisco judge uh, is blocking the Trump health care rule that would allow workers to refuse uh, to help people in need. Um, The judge basically determined that the Trump rule would allow an ambulance driver to be to on religious or moral grounds to eject a patient um, upon learning that they needed an emergency abortion or upon learning that they were LGBTQ. Um, I mean, the law is so, so open that anyone of any profession has a religious objection. They can just not do their job because. Wow. So the judge has determined that, no, if you're an EMT, you have to be an EMT. Um, and they have put a block on the the rule, um, and they specifically cited uh, the 1973 law that it allows. So there's a law from 1973 that allows somebody who works for a physician, if that physician is going to perform an abortion, they are allowed to step aside and not assist the physician. However, it doesn't. It only applies in a very limited circumstance. And is not the same as, well, I don't feel, you know, I th- 
what you're doing doesn't isn't in line with my religion, so I'm just not going to do my job. Mm. What if you are an orthodox female EMT <laughs> arriving in a van? With no lights and sirens. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, you show up in uh, Act 01. <laughs> <laughs> in a hearse? I don't think, if I'm having a medical emergency, I don't think I'm getting in a hearse, even if it has a ghost on the side of it. <laughs> you know, I have to say, if if this is a problem for you when you're an EMT, just fucking quit, please. And if you actually do it, you want to talk about my humanity, I think that person should be fucking stoned to death. <laughs> you fucking eject somebody from an ambulance because they're gay mm. and let them die? Yeah, you deserve That's man- a severe fucking beating. That's manslaughter. Yeah. You, I mean, you, you went and, and well, you went to save that person, and then you let them die as a manslaughter, purposefully. Let them die. Granted, Trump will probably pardon you, but... Oh, oh you'll be on the campaign trail with him in no time. <laughs> oh, God. He'll be new Secretary of State. <sighs> Secretary <laughs> of the Army. Harry needs a new Secretary of the Navy. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Also, can you imagine? Yeah. I wonder if he's thought about putting that person that he um, pardoned into that position. <gasps> into what? The Secretary of the yeah. Navy? I don't. No, he's going to nominate Conan the dog. (laughs) (laughs) Better answer. All right. (laughs) Talk about an awkward speech. (laughs) He couldn't even remember that it was a German shepherd. Like, this kind of dog, this kind of dog is really, it's a special kind of dog. It's a, (laughs) this kind of dog is rare. I don't know what you're talking about, Ray. He reads more than anybody I've ever met. He has more energy than anybody I've ever met. Also, he's never been in a bad mood. Never. <laughs> I don't know what they're talking he's about. He's never been in a good mood. <laughs> <laughs> he's never made Gary Busey fight Meatloaf for sport. <laughs> yeah, we, we, it's not like we learned through testimony that Donald Trump is a little cranky in the morning. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, over in Wisconsin, uh, a town has been denied a ten, or the town denies a ten thousand dollar grant to a church. After the Freedom From Religion Foundation got involved. So the church, and I mean, it kind of sounds bad when I start, but just, just wait for it. So the church is doing a, 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 it's a charity to, it's supposed to be a charity to help people who are in need. The money was supposed to be used for, you know, for good, for people to, to come in and be helped by the church, people who are downtrodden, out of their house, etc. Unfortunately, the church was taking the opportunity to proselytize to people. Mm. Um, they were suggesting that if each and every one of us prayed and ministered up to three people who came, uh, no pressure on them. But for the event, they tried to spread the word of God while helping people. And the Freedom From Religion Foundation came in and said, yeah, could you, could you not give the money to this church since they're clearly not using it for secular activities? So, I mean, the good thing is, the money will now be used to to help the community directly, as opposed to being given to the church hmm. to to use to help the community. So, I wow. mean, the problem with that is, of course, that some of the money is going to have to be used to for the support the infrastructure that the church was p- providing. But I, I still think it's a good thing because the church providing that infrastructure was willfully trying to get people to go to their church to to try and. Uh, convert yeah. people while they were helping them. Well, one pastor described the project as a way for people to come to experience the joy of the Lord. Yeah, yeah I think that's pretty religious right there. Wow. 
Anyway, that is huh. all of the state news that I have. I did want to mention um, this article that just talks about anti-vaxxing and using the method of fire hosing as a strategy to just get people to not get uh, vaccinated. Fire hosing, they're just, the idea is you're just hitting people with so many thoughts and ideas that, you know, vaccinations are bad that eventually they just throw up their hands and say, I'm tired of reading about it. Like every time, everything you say, I can, I find something to counter, but I'm just, I'm tired of countering all of your arguments and I'm just going to, I'm just going to give up. Well, that's Trump in a nutshell. It kind of is, but the, this article is, is detailing how the anti-vax people are using that method to win people over to their side. Yeah. Well, you pummel people with um, disinformation for long enough, and eventually they just give in. They're tired of hearing about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's what Russia used in 2016. Not Ukraine. Russia. <laughs> you're just, you're fire hosing me, Karen. I'm tired of hearing about <laughs> the Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, also, I, there's an article on uh, fizz.org. Um, it's about conspiracy theorists. It's a, it's an article again, it's a, like the evolution of how people become a conspiracy theorist. People don't just happen upon a flat earth video and then suddenly oh. change their mind. <laughs> sure. Basically it, it details how people go looking for something like normally there's something, there's like a seed that's already been planted and they go looking for information that then supports that belief. And it, if they find something, it allows them to get like locked into an echo chamber and where, where they just find things that support what they want to believe. Sure. Well, th yeah, think of it along the lines of the doctor has prescribed this medication for me that he says will save my life, except that I have these side effects that I really don't like. So I'm going to look online and see if I can find something else that will, you know, that will fix me, but doesn't have the nasty side effects. Oh, look, homeopathy. That says they can cure me. I'll just do that instead. And then you go down that path and you don't have the side effects and you have a little bit of a um, placebo effect and perhaps you don't die for a little while and you think that's the greatest thing ever. And that's how you get sucked down the rabbit hole. Mm. I still don't understand how you get sucked down the flat earth <laughs> rabbit hole. Yeah, like, that one I don't – yeah. Mm. You, you have to disbelieve so much. Yeah, you have to not go on an airplane. <laughs> I just that's, don't get it. That one I don't, I don't know. Um, last couple of things. I did want to, uh, I want to mention this cause I just think it's a very cool science thing. So there's a company called Heliogen. It's a company that was started up to, it's an energy company that has recently announced that they have created basically what is a solar powered oven. Uh, it can, it can produce heat in excess of 1000 degrees Celsius. Ooh. So, and they do this with mirrors and solar panels. Hmm. So what this means is that they are going to be able to, they're going to be, since I've announced it now, they're going to be looking at selling this technology to steel concrete manufacturers instead of using the carbon-based way right. of making these. So they're going to use this energy to, to smelt, essentially, and to... Hmm. Yeah, hopefully, you know, amongst other things. Yeah, cool. that's a lot of that's a lot of heat. That is. Yeah, and it's awesome. It, the cement, the cement industry, uh, they say that it accounts for nearly seven percent of global CO two emissions. Really? So if you could knock that out, it would be a huge hit on the yeah. amount of carbon dioxide that's produced. 
Huh. We can get those three degrees back. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's going to take a while. Uh, but yeah, it's a really good announcement. The thing that got me is, and it's right at the beginning of the article, uh, it's being backed by Bill Gates. Hmm. Huh. Good for him. Why does he keep using his money for good? His wife is <laughs> a That good makes person. me super nervous. His wife is yeah, a good he, person. He bitched about Elizabeth Warren. Fuck him. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, all, uh, anybody with money hates her. Sure. <laughs> that that I, I don't. I mean, he he was you know your your typical douchebag until he got enough money to be happy and got married and had kids and then he went oh future hmm <laughs> made a turn I still don't trust him uh, yeah there is um, something that he's related to though is there is a little bit of bad news I saw an article about um, speaking of vaccinations in the third world they don't use they use a type of polio vaccine that's a liquid that they give to kids mm-hmm. and that there are now more kids. Getting polio from the vaccine because of the type of vac- the inexpensive vaccine that they're using um, than are found in nature. So that's a bit of a problem. So poli- pol- polio is on an upswing? It, it was like seven cases, but mm. yeah, still. Right. I mean, it caused seven cases in the last number of years. I don't remember how many years it was because it's an inexpensive liquid form of the vaccine. But I, I, that's still good news in my book. <laughs> that you know you have fewer than seven cases of polio in, in all of i think it was sub-saharan africa mm. that's good <laughs> i i heard a joke i just wanted to uh Uh-oh. express this <laughs> um so it, when i read this and it's about bill gates and solar power i immediately thought wow solar i expected if there was going to be a billionaire who was going to develop a new solar power you know thing it would be elon musk sure so I associated Elon Musk and, and Bill Gates, and I saw this thing about uh, Elon and and Bill getting together to do a, a new pill to replace Viagra. It was going to be called Elon Gates. <laughs> no, no, I get it. Okay, just, that's just also, really horrible. <laughs> I mean, totally. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Jack. Racy dad jokes. Uh. Uh, final story: A pair of infant skeletons found, <sighs> and this is just weird. It's the only yeah. reason I brought it up. It's really weird. Two thousand years ago, there was a they put together this gravesite. It's a two two thousand one hundred year old infants that appear to be wearing the skulls of older children. So yeah. they were found in a grave. There were several, I think there were, there were two barrel mounds and there were multiple skeletons, but two of the infants had helmets made from the skulls of other children. And the article okay. basically over and over and over again says, why? <laughs> <laughs> and doesn't give well, any I, answers whatsoever. Right. I, I mean, I assume that, wrongly assume, keep in mind, that these slightly older children died of natural causes and these were like primitive helmets for these babies because they were tired of 2,000-year-old babies dying when someone bumped the soft spot. <laughs> Maybe it was uh, skulls of children that they killed in an opposing tribe. Maybe. Well, the in- Any of those things. The infants wearing the skulls were likely between six and nine months old. Mm. So they didn't kill the other tribe members, but, but yeah. Didn't uh, they? <laughs> I did like the quote. Um, I got this from the Morning Heresy. He... he put the article in and said, well, I just found this interesting. These sound like fun people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's such it's, it's a really strange... I, why? Yeah. Yeah. And it's unique. Nothing, uh, archaeologists uh, say that nothing like this has ever been found before, so... 
Why does it seem not strange to me? <laughs> you think uh, 2,000 years ago this sort of thing just happened? It's... Well, I mean... 2,000-year-old bicycle helmet for infants. Yeah, who knows? Like, you know, you got to use what you got around you, man. It was a different time back then. That way your kid's head didn't get chewed on by a saber-toothed tiger or whatever yeah, may- happened back yeah, then. Yeah, maybe the New York Times should do an article on what we should think about this, what we used to do in the past. <laughs> <laughs> Lump this in with fucking Pat. <laughs> you made me snort. <laughs> now I can't cut it out. <laughs> All right, does anybody have anything else for this week? Yeah, it'll be brief. Oh, God damn it, Ian. Sorry, dude. It's... It's local news. It's 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 very relevant. Okay. And I could have worked it in at any other point in the show, but I guess I just wanted to save it for when Ray opened the floor to news stories. And I stumbled across this story only because the other day I decided to treat myself to a little bit of Fox News so I could see how the other half lives. It's weird over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of stories about how global, uh, how about uh, climate change is nonsense and... Uh, Things of that nature, I was like, weird, and the do-nothing Democrats, and I was like, man, this is really interesting. Like, you're just straight up making some stuff up. But I was reading an article about this uh, scathing dissent that Alito wrote, and I was like, ooh, what's this, and why is this the focus of the article? So, the Supreme Court must have heard my pleas for sanity (laughs) and decided not to take up the case of Penn State Professor... Uh, Man, I believe is his last name. Michael Mann. Yeah. Yes, he's the climatologist who is suing the National Review because uh, he wrote an article about climate change. And (laughs) they said that he molested and tortured the data of this politicized silent science just like Jerry Sandusky did and the oh. university is pre- the university is protecting him just like they did Jerry Sandusky wow. and he was like you <laughs> damn <laughs> he went damn. not only can you not say that about me but because you added that part i can prove to you that i didn't misuse or mistreat the data in any way and i'm going to just crush you in a lawsuit and they were like no first amendment and huh. They went, <laughs> yeah, and the the court went, yeah, it says that the press, you know, public officials can't sue the press unless their reports reflect a reckless disregard for the truth. <laughs> this falls under the reckless disregard for the truth portion. He can sue you all he wants. I hope you lose. Wow. The only person who... Who, who dissented was Alito, and he was like, we should have heard that case. Freedom of speech, freedom of the press. And every, oh, the, the other eight were like, stop, dude. Come on. <laughs> wow. I had no idea that was happening. Huh. But yeah, so that, I didn't know that was happening. It was an interesting article, and I love that the focus of that whole story on the Fox News site where I originally found it was, ooh, the scathing dissent that Alito delivered. <laughs> I was like, well, why? Let me, oh my God, this is super backwards. I love Fox News. <laughs> what on earth was the person thinking who fucking wrote that? <laughs> yeah. uh, the National Review is a piece of shit mm. written by pieces of shit. <laughs> I know, but just like, oh my God. <laughs> But and I guess to, to wrap it up, the uh, in another piece of local news, Jerry Sandusky was back in court on Friday. I think it was Friday. Today's Tuesday, right? Yeah, yeah, it was very recently. It was very recently in Belfont because he was being resentenced because the sentencing guidelines that were used were the wrong ones. He was 
sentenced according to the guidelines um, of when he was sentenced, not to when he did the crime. So they had to redo it. So instead of the 30 to 60 years that he got you know, back in 2017, they sentenced him again right. to 30 to 60 years. <laughs> so. Phew. <laughs> <laughs> <Phew. laughs> yeah. That was only but, in 2017 that happened? That's when he was sentenced, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, it took quite some time for him to get to that point, but... Right, I was going to say, that was going down. Oh, I had a whole bunch of cabbies in Vegas mm. call me out on that when I was getting <laughs> married, so that was 2012. Yeah. So yeah, that was a long, horrible process. Yes, it was. And well, I'm glad yeah, Jerry be, got a few hours out of his cell. Yeah. They'd be like, where are you from? I'd be like, State College. They'd be like, oh, "Oh, I see. And I'd be like, no, I'm not. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm Canadian. I'm from anywhere else. (laughs) I'm from Pittsburgh. (laughs) Be nice to me. Have you ever heard of Belfont? (laughs) Yeah. Nope. We have now. (laughs) Uh, One final thing that just came up. (laughs) Barry Myers uh, has withdrawn his uh, nomination uh, he has withdrawn himself from the not being the head of Noah. Right. Oh wow! Good job. Uh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend like last that last week tonight can take credit for that one. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it makes you feel bad at all. Hopefully not. Uh, he said that he is withdrawing to uh, undergo chemo. Yeah. Nope. Okay. No, don't feel too bad. Right, I'm good. not very moved either. <laughs> you shouldn't be. All right. That's all we've got for this week. I want to thank everyone for supporting the podcast, for listening, uh, especially for to our patrons, and even more especially to the guys who can – I don't even know that you're all guys. So <laughs> to the people who can <laughs> join us live and fact check us as we go and uh, chat with us. Appreciate it. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, you can do the same by going to our Patreon page and signing up. Or if you can't do that, please – Please feel free to share the podcast on your social media, uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, or you can leave a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you happen to listen. Again, if you could want to contact us, you can go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash profanearg, or tweet at profanearg. Finally, I'd like to suggest you check out other shows on the Soon To Be Named Network. You can go to soontobenamednetwork.com. It's a long URL, but there's a whole lot worth it if you get there. Yeah, other podcasts for anything you want to listen to. Uh, Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with I don't know what's going on in Discord. It's something about Roger Rabbit. Who okay. framed Roger Rabbit is on Disney Plus. Mm. Everyone sure. seems very excited about it. Ooh, I'm all up to date on that Mandalorian. Mm. This is the way. <laughs> Oof. I have spoken. I have spoken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had no idea that the uh that a Mandalore armor forging ceremony was so intense, but mm. <laughs> knocked my socks off. I was like, wow, this is crazy. Well, apparently this is all new shit. Right, as far as Mandalorians go, like, since they threw the EU away, like, nothing is, like, they're all making this up on the fly. Well, kind of. I I was just looking for a 
video. A friend of mine sent me a video that was made up by this complete Star Wars nerd. Like, I mean, I really like Star Wars, but this... Yeah. What this guy compiled is just amazing. Um, and it's all about the Mandalorians, like where they came from, how it's no longer a race, but where the, it was a race. And it's a half hour long of just this guy rattling off facts about Mandalorian. And it's... It was, I, I mean, I ended up listening to the whole thing because it was pretty intriguing, but... And you're a nerd. And I really enjoy Star Wars. Can, but... can you guess which one of my friends refuses to watch the show because it's not canon anymore, whatever the EU <laughs> was, and he doesn't want to see them uh, fucking destroy... Cole? You got it! <laughs> I'm shocked. Yep, I liked the show. I thought it was good. I didn't know what, what is, you know, what they've taken out of official Star Wars lore and what they haven't, but as far as the show seems to explain to me... At some point, the Empire invaded Mandalore, killed most of the people, took all their metal. They're scattered throughout the galaxy now. Or maybe they blew up the whole planet with the Death Star. I don't know. <laughs> no, the planet's there, but it, they, it went from being a lush planet to basically a desert. Mm. Well, you see what happened was Mandalore was teamed up with the Republic for a while, and then the Republic decided to just pull out of Mandalore, and the mm. Empire moved in and did a fucking mass calling. Ah, <laughs> uh, Okay. <laughs> So well, it, yeah, wasn't wasn't Obi Wan dating the Queen for a while? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so I, that's what I was wondering about the show. Is like, are the Mandalores a race in this? I guess that's they are. I believe so. All right, because I know they are prior to EU, right? Or when in the EU, the Mandalores had their own planet. They were actual race of people, right? According to the thing the that I watched, it was a race, and then they started getting fewer and fewer, and there were a couple splinters, and one of the splinters shared their religion with like humans and others and so it expanded and then the empire pretty much wiped out the original race so oh boba fett not a mandalorian a mandalorian but not a mandalorian well that that was my biggest question because at least one of those guys did say like we're only allowed up one at a time and i was like well how does that explain boba fett like what the fuck oh i just assumed that they were all in hiding and yeah i i mean well uh also you know Django. Took off his helmet all the time. Yeah. Django was a helmet taken off machine, so... <laughs> and not only that, he cloned his face so everybody could see it. <laughs> right. So either he did not follow the way, or he just they went, weren't actually Mandalorian. Yeah, maybe they just ripped that armor off from somebody. Yeah. Or maybe there are, you know, fundamentalist Mandalorians and, you know, reformed sure. Mandalorians. It really doesn't matter because after watching three episodes of the show, I was like, Boba, who? <laughs> like, fuck that guy. <laughs> well, I have been... Since Disney Plus came out, every week, uh, Owen and I watch the movies. Hmm. You know, one movie, because he's never seen them. So we watched episode one, and then we just watched episode two. And I was... One of my takeaways from episodes one and two were they're not as bad as I remember. Hmm. And two, the amount of space rhinoceroses that stampede over Mandalorians. <laughs> <laughs> way more than you would think. Mm -hmm. Nick was yeah, okay, convinced like, that that one in the show was the one from the movie. I was like, I don't know was if they're the one that trampled Django. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know if they're exactly the same. <laughs> no, not quite. But the amount of story and emotion that they are able to convey through this guy mm. with that mask on is insane. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. And it's not like he's tilting his head constantly like a dog or anything to let us know something's up. Yeah, Pedro Pascal, good pick for this. You think he's ever going to take that fucking helmet off? It'd be a shame. Is he going to do a, a fucking... You got a face like Pedro Pascal and you don't take the helmet off? I mean, come on. I don't know. He could be pulling a car orbit and fucking dread. Like, I'll do the whole goddamn thing without taking the mask off. 